I'm Addie Everson, and this is the story behind our music. I believe that most of my listeners would recognize that opening song from Leonard Skinnerd, Sweet Home Alabama. Whether you know this song from hearing it on the radio or perhaps from a movie of the same name starring Reese Witherspoon, Sweet Home Alabama is not only a rock and roll song, but it was also one of the most popular songs of the 70s rock and roll phenomenon called Southern Rock. Leonard Skinner was arguably one of the most popular bands of the Southern Rock phenomenon, but there were many others. Many would agree that it all started with the Allman Brothers bands, but it didn't start with the band itself as the first couple of albums that the band recorded had a very blues rock feel and sound. Then in 1971, the band's leader, Dwayne Allman, died in a motorcycle accident in Macon, Georgia. A year later, the original bassist, Barry Oakley, died in the same way in the exact same city. As Dickie Betts took the helm of the band, their direction changed some, and with the release of their 1973 album, Brothers and Sisters, and their number two Billboard hit, Ramblin' Man, Southern Rock was suddenly a force to be reckoned with on rock radio. The genre was as defining to the 1970s as disco was, just to a different audience. And as this blend of blues, rock, and country gained popularity, so did the number of bands getting their breaks in popular music playing Southern rock. The Charlie Daniels Band, Little Feet, the Atlanta Rhythm Section, and ZZ Top, a band that describes itself as the same three guys playing the same three chords for the past 50 years. The Marshall Tucker Band incorporated some jazz elements into their brand of Southern rock, including the not very common rock and roll instrument, the flute. This was their most successful commercial hit, Heard It in a Love Song, topping out at number 14 on the Billboard charts in 1977. Bands had songs about love and songs about serious issues like gun control, like Leonard Skinner's 1975 hit, Saturday Night Special. Some songs were even just for fun, like this one from Black Oak, Arkansas, called Jim Dandy. Jim By the beginning of the 1980s, the Allman Brothers Band and the Leonard Skinner had disbanded, and the leading record company making Southern Rock, Capricorn Records, had gone bankrupt. Leading acts of the genre, like 38 Special and ZZ Top, had bought into a more popular genre and were big names on a new medium called MTV. However, the influence of music from south of the Mason-Dixon line continued throughout the 1980s and into the 90s. Bands like the Black Crows, R.E.M., and Widespread Panic would continue the tradition of blending country, rock, and blues, and making audiences be proud to be Southern. Some of the songs have shown up in some of our favorite new movies, like movies about some guardians of some galaxy, but more about that in a future show. Some say that Southern rock was a response to the changing political views in the South, that it was a result of the civil rights movement and Southern bands that were in agreement with the movement, but still wanted to express the joys of being Southern. My personal opinion? It was groups of musicians that wanted to express their love for the place of their birth and created an entire sensation in the process. I'm Addie.
Maddie, and you can see more of my The Story Behind Our Music at thestorybehindourmusic.tumblr.com. And to hear past shows, get my podcast on iTunes or podcast.com. Do you have a show idea or even want to know more about a topic I've covered? Email me at thestorybehindourmusic at gmail.com.